and I get a little pop-up on my phone that says, you have a message on 23andMe. And so I just kind of glanced at the banner. I didn't open it up, and it said something like, my other half-sister and I were just saying that it's time for a surprise sibling, and here you are. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. And welcome to episode 115. In front of me, I am holding a new book that has been out probably a month or two. It is by Leanne R. Hay. And she is a journalist, and I believe she is an NPE as well. It is called NPE, A Story Guide for Unexpected DNA Discoveries. And a few people in the various Facebook NPE groups are reading this and talking about it. And so I wanted to mention this. I haven't cracked it open yet. I'm looking forward to it. The first line on the back page says... Genealogy is a fun hobby until the results of a consumer DNA test reveal a devastating secret. Isn't that the truth? And I know some people are reading this book together and then having little book clubs, little Zoom meetings about it. And I thought that was such a cool idea. I'm sorry I missed participating in that. But I wanted to mention this book by Leanne R. Hay. And Leanne, I'm not sure if you're on the wait list, but please contact me if you ever want to share your story. And today we are going to listen to an NPE story. Today I am speaking with Rochelle. Hi, Rochelle. Hi there. So nice to meet you. Oh, likewise. You wrote me and said, do I need to tell you any of my background story? And I said, nope. <laughs> I don't I don't need to know anything. I'm just going to be here to listen today and maybe help you along with some questions, but we're going to start at the beginning with you. And why don't you go ahead and tell me what your original family was like and then how you found out you were an NPE. Um okay, so I grew up with my mom and dad and two younger brothers. My mom and dad didn't have a great relationship. He he has some issues. Um, and they had a very volatile relationship, but a lot of arguing and fighting. And, and that was difficult. But, you know, uh, they divorced whenever I was 19. There were a lot of accusations about my youngest brother maybe not being his. I Your don't younger know. brother? My youngest brother, yes. Um, and, and I think maybe there was some, some doubts there 
um, maybe about all three of us. I don't think there's any doubt about either of my brothers, but um, I had a really good relationship with my dad in my early life when I was a kid. And then as I grew up and I, I saw the way that he treated my mom, it was it really destroyed our relationship. So once I became a teenager, we kind of, um, it, it affected our relationship. I'll just say that. Um, and as I got older and became an adult, it, it really took a toll. I just, I didn't think it was fair. You know, he, he has his issues and that's his thing, but you know, people just don't deserve to be treated that way. So when I was about 10, nine or 10, um, I found a picture of myself as a baby, um, that had a different last name than my last name. And so I asked my mom about it and she kind of just blew me off. Um, she didn't really give a straight answer. She didn't have an explanation for it. And so I just kind of let it go. Um, and then about two years later, or so I was probably 12 or so, um, I found a copy of my birth certificate that was not the one that I was aware of. And it had the same last name as what was on the picture that I had found um, a couple years before. So this time I, I actually went to the daughter of one of my mom's close friends. And I said, you know, I don't think my dad's my dad because I found this birth certificate and it doesn't have my last name. It has another last name. And so she said, well, I'll ask my mom about it and I'll let you know what she says. So she asked her mom and her mom said, no, he is her dad. Her mom was just married before. Um, but she needs to talk to her mom about it. So I did go to my mom and I said, you know, can you explain this? Um, because that's not my name. <laughs> and she said, well, I was married right after I got out of high school. He was in the military. Um, he was sent to another country. She stayed behind. Um, and while he was gone, he met someone else and they had a baby together. And when I was born, her, the explanation she gave was when I was born, um, she and my dad were not married yet. So I had to take her last name. And so that's why that birth certificate had a different name on it. And when I was, after they got married, um, they went and had my name amended on my birth certificate, had my name changed basically, um, to my dad's last name. And so I said, okay, you know, that's, that makes sense. Um, so flash forward. Can I ask a question? Did you say that your mom had a baby before you were born? No, no, no. Oh, no. Her, her first husband had a baby with someone else. Got it. Yep. Okay. Got it. Maybe I should clarify that. (laughs) Nope, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So in 2017, I took a 23andMe test. I did it because I had been doing a lot of genealogical work 
And I was really interested in that. And I did it purely to just kind of see if the um, research that I was doing matched up with what my DNA said. So, you know, I, I saw all these Irish ancestors, Scottish ancestors, and I just wanted to make sure that matched. I thought it was fun. So I got that back and I had told my mom, you know, hey, I did this. And she thought it was really neat. She said, well, does it match you with people you're related to? And I said, yeah, it does. And she said, well, have you matched with anyone we know? And I said, no, it's just a bunch of distant cousins, but, you know, no one close and no one that we know. My mom actually passed away a couple of months after I did that DNA test. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just kind of kept her updated, you know, at the time with what was popping up and what, what I was seeing. And there was never any conversation about anything other than, you know, distant cousins, that kind of thing. Mm. 23andMe will send periodic updates of, hey, you've got new relatives and, you know, nothing had really changed on there. Nothing closer than like a second cousin. In September of 2020, um, I was just kind of hanging out at home one night and I get a little pop up on my phone that says you have a message on 23 and me. And so I just kind of glanced at the banner. I didn't open it up and it said something like, um, my other half sister and I were just saying that it's time for a surprise sibling. And here you are. Uh Oh, and I just, at first I thought it was a scammer. And I told my husband, I was like, oh, great. There's scammers on 23andMe now. (laughs) And I told him what it said. And um, I still hadn't opened up the message. And he said, well, you know, people find relatives they didn't know about all the time on there. And I just kind of blew it off. And I sat there and thought for a couple of minutes. And then I was like, maybe my dad has kids he doesn't know about. Or maybe he has kids he does know about, and he's hidden it. Um, so that's that was my first thought. Oh, that it was your dad. And that it was my dad. And so I opened up the message, and um, she had said, um, I don't remember exactly what the message said, but it basically she said, you know, we've got some relatives that we are matching up with. Um, And I'm originally from the city that you live in. And I thought, okay. So I looked at the the relatives that we were matching with, and they didn't match up to the names in my dad's side. So I said, oh, well, we're matching through my mom, it seems like. But that wouldn't make sense because we couldn't be half-sisters. We had matched as half-sisters. I left that out, I guess. (laughs) We couldn't match up as half-sisters if she was through my mom, because I feel like I would know if my mom had another child. So I said, well, maybe we do share a dad, you know? And so I kind of gave her some, some generic information about me without giving any personal details. Um, And she said, well, no, then we, we couldn't, we couldn't have the same dad unless my dad was living a very shady life. (laughs) And so I just, I kind of was confused. I I didn't know how we could match as half-sisters. 
Um, I'm still thinking, you know, my dad has children he doesn't know about. And so I asked her, I said, well, do you know who your father is? And I just kind of wrote it off and, you know, put my phone away and I went to bed. So the next morning when I got up, I had another email from her and I checked it. And the first words were, my dad is, and she had his name. And I just started crying (laughs) and I woke my husband up and I said, my dad's not my dad because her dad was my mom's first husband. Oh. And so <laughs> it was a little bit shocking. Um, and I didn't have anyone who could really give me any answers on it. So I, I kind of, I wrote her back and I said, well, I guess we are sisters because that's my mother's first husband. And I, I went to work and I was trying to put it out of my mind so I could deal with it after work and I couldn't. So I just started messaging my mom's friends and I was like, do her closest friends. Did you know about this? What do you know? And the, the one friend I had spoke of earlier when I found um, my original birth certificate said, well, I knew that your, your biological father And your mom had continued to see each other after she and your dad were together. But I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were his. Um, She had never mentioned it. I don't know. I I just felt really bad because that's a, I don't know if she knew. I don't know if it was kind of one of those situations where, you know, the timing, she just didn't know who my father was or if it was something that she knew and she kept it because that's a heavy, heavy secret to carry for that many years. Mm-hmm. Um, give me just a minute. My mom did have one really close friend who passed away a couple of years before my mom. And her husband and my biological father were... Um, in the military together. And my mom introduced him and her friend together. They all lived together um, on base when my mom was married to her first husband, my biological father. And I knew that if anybody knew, she would, but I couldn't ask her either. Um, I think that was the hardest part is just not being able to get any answers. And your mom never gave you really any inkling that she suspected you were your her first husband's child no no she she never did um in fact when I look back on this now and I think did she know was was this kind of her way of trying to convince herself or what but um when my dad's and my relationship really kind of started to falter I've really been angry with him for, you know, a long time, just for the way he treated her and some of the things that he did. But when I would talk to her about it, she would always say, you have to forgive him. He's your dad. And she always made a point. I'm sorry. Give me just a minute. (laughs) She always made a point of saying, he's your dad. He's your dad. So I don't know if that was just kind of her way of convincing herself or if that was just, you know, 
what she believed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I thought about it, um, my mom and my biological fa- biological father's sister remained friends throughout my whole life. Um, she actually babysat me when I was young, and um, they just they remained friends for throughout their lives. Um, and I thought, well, I didn't think to reach out to her and see if maybe she knows. And so I called her and I just kind of came straight out with it and said, Hey, did you know he's my father? (laughs) And she, she genuinely seemed shocked. She said that, um, my mom had mentioned him and she asked, you know, when my mom had talked to him or how she knew that. And my mom mentioned that she had just seen him and she kind of wrote it off, but she also had suspicions that they were seeing each other. So, um, she said, she asked if I wanted her to call him and tell him. (laughs) Um, and I said, yes, because I couldn't, I couldn't do that. (laughs) Um, I knew from what my half-sister had told me that our other half-sister might... Okay, so the first one is older than me. The second one is younger than me. My older sister had mentioned that my younger sister did still speak with him and that she would probably tell him once she found out. Because at this point, I don't think she had told our younger sister about me. That was before I had talked to my biological aunt. But she had offered to tell him, and I said yes. So she called him and told him, and then she called me back, and she said, you know, here's his number. You can call him. He's fine. He, you know, he didn't know, but you can call him and talk to him. So um, it, it took a little while for me to get up the courage to do that. Um, I texted him first. And, um, he said he didn't know that he had wished, he wished my mom had told him and that I could call him with any questions I had. And, you know, he had no secrets basically. So it it did take me a little while to get up the courage to, to actually call him and have a conversation with him. Um, but when I did, you know, he said, I have nothing bad to say about your mom, which was... (laughs) quite a relief to be honest um after you know the way that my dad treated her it was really nice to hear someone say that but we we had a nice conversation um he told me some stories from when they were married and had some good things to say about her and about my grandparents and so it was nice it was nice we've met um my younger sister did go with me to to actually meet him we haven't cultivated a very close relationship, but yeah, but that's that's kind of how it stands right now. <laughs> I have a question about your, no, 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 your biological, yes, I have a question about your biological father. So he, did he ever mention, and I know this is delicate, so you might not bring this up with him, but did he ever mention the fact that he was, you know, with your mother and then like with her, with her, and then she's pregnant soon after. And did he ever suspect that you were his child? 
Um, no, I didn't ask him that specifically. Um, I understand. He, he just said that he didn't know. I mean, obviously he had to have known that she had children, um, that she had me, especially with her and my mom and his sister, um, remaining friends. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if he had suspicions. He says he didn't. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. He, he was still married to my older sister's mother at that time. Um, so when I, when I did kind of mention, I don't know why she would have kept the secret, why she wouldn't have told me. Um, his theory was that she was protecting him because he was still married at the time, but you know, so was she. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't know if there is. I don't know if they were keeping the secret or if she, my mother just gen, genuinely didn't know. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what you don't know and your mother isn't here anymore to ask her. Yeah. And that and you may not always get the right answer if someone was trying to keep a secret or tell yeah. themselves otherwise. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's strange that no one suspected it. Um, my older sister and I traded some baby photos and we looked quite a bit alike. Um, which is strange because I look just like my mother and from what I can tell, she looks like her mother. Um, but we, we definitely looked a lot alike <laughs> as very young children. So we've kind of said it, it's kind of fishy that no one suspected. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. The eighties were a, a wild time mm -hmm. from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, you have a relationship now with your half siblings, your your sister, are they sisters? Half sisters? Yes. Um, I have two half sisters and a half brother. Um, I have not met my half brother. He's, he's much younger. Um, my older half sister lives in another state. So we have not met in person yet. Um, but we do talk, um, every now and then. And then my younger sister, we actually live in the same city and, and we talk weekly. Um, you know, we've, we've really cultivated a relationship. Oh. So it, it's nice. I always wanted sisters growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but all I got were brothers. <laughs> 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 so it's been nice. And now your two younger brothers, do they, do they know about your, the results of your DNA test? Um, one does and one does not. Um, I chose not to tell my dad who raised me. Um, I just, I don't see how it can do any good there. I just, I think it's better just kind of left unsaid. We don't have a very good relationship these days, so it's not, mm -hmm. it's not something I, I really want to talk to him about. Yeah. Um, my, both of my brothers are younger, but the older one does not know. He is 
Um, he is very like my dad, and I just don't see any good coming out of that. Um, my youngest brother, he does know. And he was kind of fine with it. And he said, well, I wonder if I should get tested. <laughs> and I discouraged him because I really don't think there's any, I don't think there's any chance. Um, but, you know, that's, that's up to him whether he decides to or not. Yes. And, and you said that there was some, some arguing and fighting about that when you were younger about the, the paternity of your brothers as well. Uh, about the youngest one. About the youngest um, one. Okay. Yeah. The older one, there's really no doubt at all. <laughs> oh, okay. There, Cause he's just like him. He, he, yeah. In, in manner and appearance. Okay. Um, the youngest one, I, I really don't think there's any doubt, but you never know. How are you with this now? Like, how does this all sit with you right now? Um, honestly, I'm okay with it. I think that if my relationship with my dad hadn't deteriorated so much over the years that I would probably struggle with it a bit more. I'm okay with it. I, I think it's something really that I had suspicions with when I was younger and I didn't realize that I was suspicious of it. Um, because as I mentioned, the picture that I found and my original birth certificate, I really didn't think about that after I had talked to my mom about my birth certificate. And I didn't remember that until after all this came about. And I thought, oh, well, that makes sense now. Mm. Um, so you have two birth certificates? Or you, I no, you, yeah, you, had, well, you have one with a different last name. Right, with my biological father's last name. That is so, that right there is, to me, that would be so confusing. It is. Um, that birth certificate disappeared after mm -hmm. I asked my mom about it. So that that's kind of another thing that leads me to think that maybe she had suspicions or maybe she knew and didn't want to say anything. I tried to get more information from our, um, from our state vital records, well, actually from our, the county where I was born, they had no records of my birth certificate being changed, mm. but that is, they, from their explanation, that's only because it was not an adoption or a legal name change. Mm -hmm. Um, they said it's likely that it was just an amendment of the birth certificate, which mm -hmm. you have to go to the state for, um, and I guess with, you know, everything going on with COVID, it's impossible to get in touch with the state vital records department to get any more information on that. So that's kind of still pending. I'm not sure how that came about. It sounds like it was not done correctly. So it should not have been an amendment because that is, um, typically just used when there's a mistake on the birth certificate. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm not sure how that came about, but um, that that remains to be seen. Yes, that is so confusing. I've heard so many different birth certificate stories 
And every state has their own strange laws and rules, and they're just antiquated and they make no sense. And it's frustrating. And I realize you can't talk with your birth certificate father because he's not a safe person for you to talk to. But I'm just trying to wrap my brain around him being with your mom, thinking you are his child. And then when the birth certificate is signed, when you're, what, two days old, him being okay with you having a different man's last name. Right. Yeah. Um, So my birth certificate was not changed until I was six months old. That that's when my parents got married when I was six months old. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. How all that kind of took place, and you know, I would think that if he had known that I was his, well, I would like to think if he had known that I was his, that he would have kind of maybe fought to. Hmm you know, be a part of my life, but I don't know. I don't know that, you know, and, and, and I don't know that if that's because of his life with his, my older sister's mother or, or what, you know, I just, I don't have all the information, I guess. I'm getting your story and, um, so frustrating when you d- you can't get questions from your mom or your birth yeah. certificate father and then or your biological father really yeah S- so much you can do how are you handling all of this today i know that you listen to this podcast have you found anything helpful does is it helpful to talk about with people or to you tell me was anything been helpful for you in your journey yeah, I mean, I I don't really try to hide it. Um, I'm sure that it's p- probably gotten back to um, my dad who raised me um, because I've not really been quiet about it to other people. I just haven't come right out and told him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not ashamed because it wasn't my decision. It wasn't. I didn't choose it. Um, so whatever happened between my mom and him and my birth father, you know, that's on them. Those aren't my mistakes. So I'm not going to take ownership of them. Um, It just, it is what it is. And, you know, I mean, being upset about it isn't going to change anything. It's kind of my philosophy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not going (laughs) to, you know, make the story any different, you know, and and my sisters and and I, we've kind of decided that our parents' drama is their drama. It's not ours. Um, right. We we didn't choose it. We just kind of got brought into it. So whatever happens or whatever happened in the past, is that's where it stays. I get it. I get it. And Rochelle, if people wanted to contact you or ask you any questions or get updates, is that something you'd be okay with? Sure. Okay. What is the best way for them to contact you? Um, so I have an email address, um, whiterosedes at gmail.com. Okay, great. I will put that in the show notes. Oh, Rochelle, thank you so much for sharing your story today and where it is currently. There 
these are never ending, right? They they continue yeah. to go on. More things get uncovered. And who knows, you might get a copy of that original birth certificate um, from your state. But I really appreciate you taking the time this evening to record your story with me. All right. Thank you for having me. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us. Thank you.